Three, two, one. Welcome to this edition of the 5 O'Clock Podcast. Today, we are going to be reviewing the winners from the conference championship along with bringing you guys our Super Bowl pick. Joined by me is Joseph Schwartzwald, Jordan Gelfeld, and Sam Salzer. I'm Aaron Marks. Let's kick into it. A couple weekends ago, Kansas City traveled to Baltimore. Kansas City went in and won that game. Jordan, I'm going to kick things off with you. What did you like that the Chiefs did that you think will play into factor this upcoming Sunday for the Super Bowl. Well, Aaron, I'll be honest with you. I thought you were going – I thought you were going to ask me what I don't like that I saw from the Chiefs. But uh, I'll start with what I like. I, I, re- I really like the defense from the Chiefs. You know, th- this is the best defensive team the Chiefs have had in the Patrick Mahomes era. So th- this, is, this, is a, this is a different Chiefs team than, than we've seen in the past. And that's really what I like. That's really what I like to see from the Chiefs. Yeah, and I agree with you. The fact that their offense is by no means dominant this year as they have been in the past, it's now their defense that's taken a larger role. Obviously, you have Patrick Mahomes, who is the best quarterback in the NFL, and he's been playing out of his mind the past three playoff games. Like That's obviously going to be a huge factor, but that defense has really stepped up. I think it should do. It should fare pretty well against San Francisco. I will elaborate on that in a bit, but Jordan, back to you. What do you got? So Aaron, now I'm, I'm going to pretend you asked me what I didn't like to hear about, the, what I didn't like to see about the Chiefs. And and that's the offense. You know, I obviously they're, they are carried by the best quarterback in the NFL, Patrick Mahomes, but they scored 17, they scored 17 points in the first half, you know, not, not bad by any means against the good Ravens defense. However, zero points in the second half that that's, that's just unacceptable. I, I get that they were winning the whole time. I understand that's the Ravens defense, but zero points in, in the second half, that's unacceptable. I kind of agree with that. And it's also like it's not like they're in a position where they didn't have to score points when a team just isn't playing well at all, so there's no worry about scoring points. The Ravens were kind of playing well. Like they had to score points, the Chiefs couldn't do it in crucial drives. Here's the one thing I will say about one part of the Chiefs' offense outside of Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey that have looked very good. Isaiah Pacheco has really stepped up these past few games, and I think he can make a pretty big impact this coming weekend. What do you guys think about the way Pacheco has been running the ball for them? Well, I, I really think that he is going to dominate the run game. You know, Niners have not been great against against stopping the run recently, so I, I think that this is going to be this going to be a big Pacheco game. Obviously, you know, still Mahomes is going to get his passing yards, but I, I expect at least one touchdown from Pacheco, and he will. They're going to they're going to give it to him a lot more than they than this Chiefs did in the other Super Bowls running the ball. Completely agree. I think Pacheco will make a big impact on this game, just the way he's been running over the past month or so of football that he's played in. It's something you can't shy away from, and he should be due to have a big game. Sam, what are your thoughts? 
You know, I think Pacheco has been very. I know we talked about how Mahomes has been vital to this Chiefs team and this playoff run, but I, I definitely agree with you about Pacheco's impact that it's been such a big deal. And we're definitely going to need to see the Chiefs have a strong run game because they are not going to win the Super Bowl without a strong run game led by Pacheco. All right. And with that, we're going to switch tones a little bit to a bit of a painful loss in my eyes, Detroit going to San Francisco. But Joseph, I'm going to throw this one off to you. What did you like and dislike from San Francisco about that entire game? What I liked from San Francisco was their ability to go down in the second half and actually fight. There were times earlier this year where we saw them play games where they didn't have, a, let's say, a fight with them in the second half and end up not playing as well as they probably could have. In this game, they came out in the second half after being down. What were they down, like 25 points? They were down, I believe, 24 to 7, down 17 and a half. Right, so correct me if I'm wrong. So yeah, yeah. So they're down that many points, and they come out and they just dominate the game from then on. It shows that they have some sort of fight, that they have some sort of character where they can actually win games, as opposed to other years in the past where we haven't really seen that. Yeah, in that sense, I agree with you. Kyle Shanahan did say it seemed like the only time in his coaching career in San Francisco that they've been able to fight was fight from really down in the second half was their win against Green Bay in the divisional round. They did it again and beat the Lions, came back to win. Obviously, there were a lot of plays that probably got lucky at they went their way. I mean, catching a ball off of Gilder's head is something that you just don't see every day. A lot of things went their way, the fumble. But you can't – really, what you said, you can't count out the fact that they are now a team that is going to fight till the very end. No matter if Kansas City jumps out to an early lead like they did against Baltimore, San Francisco is not going to back down. And that's two games now where they've just really – did a lot of fighting and they've they've ultimately won them and are now putting themselves in a position to potentially win a Super Bowl. Jordan, what do you got? Well, Aaron, 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 here's what I'll say. The San Francisco 49ers in the first half versus the San Francisco and the 49ers versus the versus the Niners in the second half, it was a it was a completely different team. I I said the first half I was you, you know, obviously I've been saying Brock Purdy's system quarterback the whole year and that's and that's why I was shown in the first half, he, he really couldn't get it done. However, in the, in the second half, I, I have gained a lot more respect from Brock Purdy because you know what separates good quarterbacks and great quarterbacks? Winning. The ones, the ones who can bring your, bring your team back from down to win. Well, I think winning is really the margin of what you said. A lot of what you said in that sentence was winning, and Brock Purdy has done that his whole career as a starter. You mentioned yeah, this last no, time he recorded. was. What separates good quarterbacks from great quarterbacks the ones that when they're down, they can bring them back. Sure, good from great, but just good quarterbacks in general, they win. And Brock Purdy has done nothing but that in his NFL career thus far. And I guess that's going to really shift our focus on to this Sunday, February 11th, in Las Vegas, Kansas City and San Francisco Super Bowl 54 rematch. Sam? Starting it off with you, buddy. I got two things real fast. I'm going to give a little Joseph stat. Did you know that no player from the University of Alabama has caught a touchdown in a Super Bowl? Yes, I did. Not only caught a touchdown, they haven't haven't carried the ball into the end zone in a Super Bowl. Oh, I thought it was just receiving. Anytime. Receiving rushing. The the second thing is that you know the guy um, who has a 16-year streak of predicting the – Choosing the wrong, the Super Bowl loser. Yes, I yes. did see that. I did see he that trend on Reddit. It's the Chiefs. 
So does and that mean you're going to San Francisco? Everyone says like the streak's gonna break and like the streak could break any second. And I definitely agree with that that the streak could break any second, but it's not gonna be this year because I'm taking the 49ers. All right, Joseph. Joseph? I'm gonna you're a big fan of Joseph stats. Does Joseph stack gonna continue? No, Sam took my Joseph stat for this week. Did I actually? Yes. Sorry. Which one? The Alabama player? The Alabama or, player one. The, the Alabama one. one. I figure. But that one's not really a Joseph stat. That one was too mainstream for you. I'll add one in later. Um, All right. But just throwing your thoughts here for the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl, I think, is going to be very good. It's, it's some pretty good offenses and some pretty good defenses. It tends to fairly balanced in terms of both sides of the ball. Unlike some of the past footballs we've seen, where one side's really good on offense or defense, not so good on the other. Going off that, I really think Niners on both sides of the ball. I think they're able to keep both sides of the ball moving at the same time, a lot better than the Chiefs. Or the Chiefs love really good defensive games or really good offensive games. And just because of that, I'm going to go with the Niners. All right, Jordan, what do you got? You know, I think the Chiefs. I mean, the I, th- I think the Niners are a more more complete team. They got a better they got a better receiving core. They got a better offensive line. I think that the defense probably is is probably more put together. The Niners they've got a better core than the Chiefs. However, there there's one thing the Chiefs have better that the Niners don't, and that's the most important position, the quarterback position. And you know what? I've gained a, I was saying I gained a lot of respect from Brock Purdy last week, but it's Patrick Mahomes and he's he's bringing his third ring home to Kansas City. I'm taking the Chiefs. Jordan, I was really going back and forth on this game too for the past week, week and a half, but I think it's to the point where I've looked at this game enough, I've thought about this game enough, and I, I like you said, I I look at the quarterbacks on the field and I think it is so hard, so hard not to pick Mahomes. I've done it already this playoffs, and I really regretted that decision as Buffalo choked that game away. I digress. I'm taking Kansas City here. Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes, and I know a lot of people hate to hear that, especially with a lot of the controversy or just talk around sports fans with Chris Collinsworth and Tony Romo just talking up a storm about Patrick Mahomes, but what they're saying is true. He's the best quarterback in the NFL, and I am not going to pick against him this year. Jordan, I see you want to say something. Aaron, I'll finish Aaron, my thought you know, in a second. If you, if you told us how you really felt, it would have gone by much quicker. We know you really were you really were trying to say you're picking the Chiefs because of Taylor Swift. Uh, Taylor Swift actually does not have any of the reason in my prediction, but her boyfriend – Definitely does. Travis Kelsey stepped up his game within, really within these playoffs. Had a subpar regular season for Travis Kelsey standards. Yeah, which Travis is, Kelsey has stepped up his game in both ways. So some may agree, some may disagree. That is that is something that we will let you guys, the listeners, handle. But really, what I want to continue my thought saying is, I think that this game is going to be very similar to the. Kansas City Baltimore game. I think if I had to pick a team in the NFL that has an offensive style like Baltimore, I know it's a lot different because they the Ravens use Lamar in a lot of QB option type runs and really just let him have the freedom. But I think this 49ers offense is about as close as you can get without a guy like Lamar Jackson. The fact that they have a very good run game, 
Debo Samuel, not really an over-the-top kind of guy. Brandon Ayuk, he's been playing well. I think it's very similar to this Ravens offense. You guys can you guys can feel free to debate that afterwards. But oh, I'd love to. Aaron, I think, I think Aaron. that the Chiefs will fare. I think the Chiefs will fare well offensively, and their defense should step up. I think it's going to be a really good game. Maybe not too high scoring, but I think I'm taking Kansas City. Aaron, I think you comparing the 49ers offense to the Baltimore Ravens offense might have been one of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard. I can get behind that. Aaron, Aaron, the Baltimore Ravens receiving core, okay, is Zay Flowers and Odell Beckham Jr. Well, the Niners have Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk. Okay, and George Kittle. Yes, they both have good tight ends, Mark Andrews and George Kittle. However, good tight ends, similar speed, okay. I feel like. However, yes, one, one has Christian McCaffrey and one has Gus Edwards slash Delvin Cook, I don't even know who else we're throwing in there. Uh, Justice Hill. And the other, Keaton, whatever, Mitchell, whatever his name is. Keaton Mitchell. And, He's been hurt. Okay. He's been hurt for a while. And L- L- Lamar Jackson and Brock Purdy couldn't be more different types of quarterbacks, Aaron. Yeah. One is a sit in the pocket, I'm just going to throw it. Go snap, throw, snap, throw. However, Lamar Jackson, you know, he gets the ball and he's running around. They're completely different quarterbacks. The offenses are completely different. I'm sorry, Aaron. But but I here's just... the thing. I think the throws that they're trying to make are 10, 15 yards downfield every single time. The 49ers, like, do a lot to get the receivers open in the middle. We've seen Baltimore do that all year. And I think that the throws that Baltimore is ideally looking to make is keeping Lamar pretty contained in the pocket. And he's done that a lot better. And hence why at this time, you guys will know if he is the MVP, we are recording this on a Thursday. He's probably going to be the MVP and he switched up his style a lot. And I think while Brock Purdy does a little bit more, um, he doesn't do as much in the pistol or in the gun. He's under center more than Lamar is. I think what they're trying to do with that 49ers offense is similar from a fact Aaron. that they're trying to get guys open open in the short to medium over the middle with guys that can that can move like no other. Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel when they catch the ball they're electric almost similar to Zay Flowers. And I think especially tight ends play a similar role. Obviously Mark Andrews and Isaiah likely are not as good blockers as George Kittle as he is one of the best in the league at the tight end position. But I think the routes that they want to run and the throws they want to get are pretty similar. Aaron, I could try and hit 700 career home runs. Does that make me Barry Bonds? I can. You can try all you want. It's not going to work. It just because just because they're trying the same stuff doesn't mean they're the same type of offense. It's the same thing that's been working all year and that led them both to number one seeds in their conference. Is is Brock Purdy rushing for 100 yards? No. I don't know. Brock Purdy's rushing. Is Gus Edwards changing the game? At the running back position? Not necessarily, but I'm saying the schemes that these teams want to run and schemes that these teams have been running are similar to each other. Obviously, you see more from the running game with the 49ers because obviously they've got the best running back in the league, Christian McCaffrey. But I'd say especially the throws those teams are looking to make are very similar. You guys what can... throws? What, what do you mean what throws they're trying to make? The, the routes and actions that they're trying to get open – in the middle of the field. Yes, 10, Aaron, 15 Aaron, yards a lot in the middle of, of the field. Oh, Aaron, a lot of teams Very trying similar. to get their receivers open in the middle of the field. Aaron, every team except for the Steelers throws the ball uh, generally to the middle of the field. The and Steelers the are the only team that throws the ball. No, it's the Steelers. The Steelers are literally the only team that throws the ball outside of the numbers. 
Aaron, I'm just kind of confused what you're trying to say. Can you just I think we're I think we're all very confused about this. All right. This is the last thing I'm gonna say on this because I feel like it's dragging along. No, 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 no. You don't need to say another thing about this, don't worry. Yeah, we'll just leave you there. You're you're fine. You look you look okay. like a clown, but we're good. All right. And any last thoughts here on Did you make a pick yet, this weekend? Yeah, Kansas City. Oh, KC, okay. I've been saying it. Joseph, Joseph, remember because the Chiefs are are familiar with the Ravens offense. They've already played them. So they know what to do with the 49ers offense because they run the same stuff. That's all the time we have on this edition of the five o'clock podcast. For keeping up with us, you can hear us on 88.5 WGBK FM Northbrook on five o'clock at on Fridays. Not Thursdays anymore. We are now a Friday time slot. And Please keep up with WGBK Podcast as well for more podcasts from us along with other groups of GBN Radio. That's all the time we have. Thank you guys for listening. For myself, Aaron Marks, Joseph Schwartzwald, Jordan Gelfeld, and Sam Salzer, signing out. Adios. Payload.